podcast Ryan Woods me and you again a quick little hitter you know for the for the people Mm -mm -mm -mm. my podcast is like the shot glass of podcasts right it's just a quick straight back yep sometimes you make a face after you listen to it you know what I mean people are like what are you listening to and it's like well it's this guy and he you know, he does this show from his basement, and I, you know, I don't want to get into it. And that's how we end up here together. But you still try it every once in a while because you're thinking maybe next time. You know, you leave every week and you go, maybe next time he'll say something that makes me breathe out of my nose a little heavy like this. <laughs> you know, maybe he'll make me do that. <laughs> or maybe he won't. Maybe he'll make me think. You know, but how was your weekend, everybody? My weekend was good. Um... I watched WrestleMania. I did not watch the Grammy, the Grammys, which I can't believe still happen. I can't believe we still do award shows. I didn't watch the Grammys because nobody got fucking slapped. Let's be real. Why I didn't watch the Grammys? I didn't watch the Grammys not because I hate music. I didn't watch the Grammys because I don't give a shit. And if nobody's getting slapped, what am I involved in? But I did see, and I know I've been on this for a long time. I'm so fucking right about Justin Bieber, it's insane. I couldn't be more right about Justin Bieber. For example, he dresses like an asshole. See his, um, I'm loud as fuck. See Justin Bieber's outfit from this past weekend at the Grammys. See his outfit. And then tell me that's not bullshit. Rich people dress like assholes. And I've been saying that for years, pal. Years I've been saying that. And he dresses like an asshole, and then I see it's like Justin Bieber, Balenciaga. And I go, cool? But why does he have to dress like an asshole? Why can't he just wear like a nice tailored suit? What is he trying to say with this outfit that looks like he got into his dad's, his banker dad's, you know, closet? And it's just this massive suit. And he just looks so fucking stupid in it. And everyone's going to be like, oh, Justin, a trailblazer, a real trailblazer. When in reality, Justin Bieber's a weirdo. And Justin Bieber, the music is fine. I've never wanted to complain about Justin Bieber's music. I remember when Justin Bieber first got first started hitting the, the airwaves. And I was listening. I was at my buddy Alex's house. Can I call him my buddy? I'm going to call him my buddy. He, probably listen, he might listen to this podcast. He told me he does. He might be a fucking liar. You know, and aren't we all? You know, we all have flaws. Um, but I remember we were sitting there in his basement and he got a nice house, you know what I mean? And he was 
we were like, do you, we should watch that new Justin Bieber video. It was like Baby at the time, and he had another song like One Less Lonely Girl. I know them all, you know. And we were doing market research, and um, he, we were watching, and we like hate-watched all his videos. Like, dude, this sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, let's watch another. And we were just hate-watching his videos, but we loved them at the same time. Like, this, you know, this sucks, right? And we're like, yeah, it, it blows. No, dude, nobody likes this. How do girls like this? I mean, he's so good-looking and talented, and we're so not any of those things. So, yeah, that's why I probably hate Justin Bieber. I don't hate the music. And then I remember getting fucking flamed. Cody Ko and Noel, Noel Miller, heard of them? They were talking about this where Cody went to a Justin Bieber show, and um, he, like, did this weird thing. You know, like, when you're at a concert and... All of a sudden, the artist just goes on a tangent, basically just does a little stand-up set, but they're usually talking about something super serious. Like when I went to Elton John's show, he talked about AIDS for a couple of minutes, and I was like, well, that's kind of makes sense, but it was kind of weird at the same time. And because it was weird because it's like in between Crocodile Rock and, 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 like, and Honky Cat, he just like stops and he's like, he's like, you know, AIDS are a real problem we face. And everyone goes, everyone's just in the moment, and they go, woo! Or they're just like AIDS are a real fucking problem I packed my bags last night Brief light <laughs> So Justin Bieber does these weird fucking monologues Where he's just War is bad, okay Everyone needs to know We all need to love each other and here's sorry. Is it too late now to say sorry? No, it's not, Putin. You can say sorry. <laughs> Please stop killing all those innocent Ukrainians. Please. Please stop. It's really, it's really shitty what's going on over there, but, you know, I'm not going to post. Um, and then Justin Bieber took the whole Black Square on Instagram thing to a whole fucking new level last year with his album. And I got, in, I got like, flamed for it when people were like, Dude, you're just being a hater. He's making a statement, and he literally... I'm listening to his new album, Market Research. You know, the one with Peaches on it? I don't know what it's called, you know? I'm not up on Justin Bieber discography. Okay, I watch it. I listen to a few songs, and the songs are good. And I'm listening to the album, and all of a sudden, I'm just inundated with a Martin Luther King Jr. speech. In the middle of singing about he gets his peaches from Georgia and bangs this broad out in Los Angeles or some shit. I get a random Martin Luther King Jr. speech. Like, I'm in seventh grade history class. And I'm like, listen, that was weird. And then I, I posted that, and people were like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> they were all mad at me. I'm like, wait a minute, this is weird, though. This was strange that he is now talking about, like, he's making, like, what, what does this have to do with Martin Luther King Jr.? He's making a statement. No, he's no, he's not. He just put a speech in the middle of his... What? So, yeah. Whatever, dude. You know? But anyways, back to the WrestleMania thing. I watched WrestleMania, and it, and it fucks. Wrestling is back. And I saw... You know, people were tweeting about WrestleMania. And um, I saw, again, the... You know, I don't even want to entertain it, but the people that go, Do you guys actually watch wrestling? Yeah, dude. We enjoy shit. What do you fucking watch? Survivor? They sleep in, they don't sleep outside. Breaking news. It's all fake. Huh? How about that? Huh? There. Does that ruin your experience? No, you'll still watch the show. So don't tell me it's, oh, it's fake. Cool. 
Yeah, I know. Think, thanks, Captain Dumbass. But yeah, it was sweet, dude. You know, Vince McMahon, old as shit. Pat McAfee. You know, Pat McAfee's living my dream. So I'm happy for, for Pat McAfee, but I also hate Pat McAfee. My enemy is also my friend. He's like the gay dudes at the wedding that dress really nice and talk to chicks and dance really well and have their hair all perfect and mine's just fucking like I woke up and I'm wearing a shirt that somebody, my cousin Michael, yeah, called you by your government name. Yeah, I know you listen to this. My cousin Michael tells me I have a grid paper t-shirt on and that ruined my night immediately. Ruined my night immediately. I thought about it the rest of my life. I haven't worn that shirt since. That's a fact. So, don't think I'm not impressionable. <clears throat> Anywho, not to get talking about weddings and me too much. But yeah, that's what I did this weekend, dude. And then on Thursday, Dana comes home. She pulls in the driveway and everything. And, you know, that works. She get home. And she was walking up the... She comes inside and she's like, there's people three doors away. And I'm like, what do you mean there's people three doors away? She's like, there's, there's these like door-to-door salespeople and, and let you let you know this, that it was 8 p.m. at night for those unaware dark outside. And I turned the porch lights off and we have a no soliciting sign and then we're standing in the living room and all we hear is this. Hello, how can I, can I have a moment of your time? Hello, can I have a moment of your time? And we have like a porch, you know, an, an external porch, an enclosed porch. Aren't all porches external, Ryan? You fucking idiot. It was an uh, an enclosed porch. So, you know, get your money up, not your funny up. You know what I mean? You don't have to be jealous. Just get your money up. Don't get your don't get your funny up. Get your money up, you know? And Dana is like, we're standing there and like we're literally frozen now. Cause like we know if we move, they can hear us, which is shitty of us. But also we have a no soliciting sign. Hey, hey, Bucko, can you not fucking read? You're wearing a on a construction worker vest. What the hell could you sell me? And by the way. If anyone ever comes to my door trying to sell me something, guess what? I'm not buying. There's nothing you can sell me at my door at 8 p.m. on a Thursday that I'll buy. Nothing. I'm thinking about it right now, and there's nothing. There's nothing in the world that somebody could walk up to my door and be like, hey, I'll sell you this. Not, not going to happen. One, because I have a no solicitor sign. And I remember, if you guys remember my debacle with the ADT people, who, when I thought about this a couple days ago, when I was preparing this for the podcast, I remember like thinking, like, am I going to talk about this? I'm going to talk about this. And I was like, remember those ADT people? And the woman was literally selling me. She wasn't selling me security system. She was selling future me a security system. She's like, well, do you have a dog? And I was like, no. She's like, are you ever going to get one? And I was like, no. I'm gonna. And I made the switch. I was like, I'm going to trauma dump on this lady. I'm going to trauma dump on this lady. Boom. I was like, no, my dog died. I'm still not over it. She's like, oh, recently? And I'm like, no, a year and a half ago. Now we're at two years. So, you know, some people, some things never change. And, um, <laughs> and then she was like, do you have kids? And I'm like, no. She's like, well, when you do, you're not going to want them opening windows and shit, right? You don't want them to be protected. And I'm like, lady, who the fuck are you? Why do you walk around with a binder trying to sell me? Sell people shit. You should get a real fucking job. Then I gave her my number and ignored her. That was stupid of me. I'm not as tough as I seem. You know, that's the problem with me. Because then when those people, when those people that were selling me stuff at the door, 
on Thursday, but I didn't answer. When they left, I told Dana, I was like, you know what I should have done? Because I'm like, that's me, man. You know, that's just me. I'm never really going to do any of this shit I say. You know, just like all the people that gave you all the Will Smith takes in the world. Like, dude, if Will Smith would have slapped me, I would have fucking grabbed his hand, put him in a fucking arm bar like the people that watch UFC. I would have grabbed his hand, put him in an arm bar, and dude made him say uncle, for real. No, you wouldn't have. Mm, no, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have done any of those things. Yeah, see, if he was walking up to me, I would have I would have took his hand, grabbed it, and punched him in the gut, gut punched him, right? Headlock, DDT. Oh, yeah, I'm putting him in all the holds till, till help can get there. Which, you know, did you have enough discourse about Will Smith and Chris Rock over the last week? Did you have enough? Did every show in the world, by the way, shout out Will Smith and Chris Rock for giving podcasters like myself and everyone else in the media, me included, I'm in the media, um, something to talk about. Shout out Will Smith for being a psycho. Um, speaking of psychos, I'm at it again. So, you know, I saw my cousin Mike, aforementioned Mike, is getting a dog, and I just talked about dogs, and I was uh, offered another dog recently, and I just, you know, one of my other buddies lost a dog, and um, and these people I know, they their dog died, and, you know, it's one of those things that just sucks, you know, and it brought up all those bad memories that I'm never going to, I'll probably end up getting a dog again when I have a kid. You know, I'll pop a kid out. And I'll end up getting a dog, and it'll be sad when it dies, and I'll cry, you know? Because I get those memories of that dimly lit fucking room with that stupid fucking quote on it. When I cross the... I'm going to cross the Rainbow Bridge. I'll see you when you get there. And it's like anonymous. What is that fucking quote? It's in all those sad-ass rooms. Rainbow Bridge poem okay the rainbow bridge poem the journey of a pet just this side of heaven is a place called rainbow bridge when an animal dies that has been especially close to someone here that pet goes to rainbow bridge there are meadows and hills for all our i'm gonna cry for all our special friends so they i remember i read this fucking thing because i didn't want to cry but i was crying like a baby dude you know i cry uh, there's plenty of food and water. Well, thank God, you know what I mean? And sunshine, and our friends are warm and comfortable. You know, he had a lot of fur, though. All the animals who had been ill and old are restored to health and vigor. Well, of course. Those who were hurt or maimed and are made whole and strong again. Well, damn, I'm really going to cry. Just as we remember them in our dreams and our days, time's gone by. Jeez, I really need to stop reading this. The animals are happy and content, except for one small thing. They each... Oh, God. I'm really going to cry. I'm a big baby, dude, you know? I think, oh, God, I'm going to take a step here. You know, this is an emotional moment. They each missed someone very special to them who had been to be left behind. <laughs> uh, you know, fuck me, you know? Uh, fuck me. I'm not reading the rest of this. You guys can fucking look it up. It's called Rainbow rainbowsbridge.com. Somebody had already stole rainbowbridge.com. There's a tech support number. Author unknown. Ugh. God, that sucked, huh? <laughs> Let's talk about something lighter. <laughs> Fuck. No one else is going to think this is funny. I'm crying. Um, well, you know, we had overrated, underrated last week, and I did get a submission. You know, somebody wanted to participate in the podcast, which is nice. Um, so, 
you know, it's this concept that I'm stealing from from Bill Burr as I stole everything from Bill Burr. Um, you know, to get only only as half as funny. And then multiple and then divide that by 25. Um Overrated, underrated. So overrated, underrated was something overrated and something that's underrated that people don't, don't talk about all that much. Um, I think I said overrated is eating out and underrated is sleeping on the couch, falling asleep on the couch. This week, I didn't really think of one. I think overrated. Do I have an underrated? No, I don't really have anything. Underrated car wash, getting your car cleaned. That's one. That's something I did this weekend. So we have Ben, ben writes in. It says, hi, Ryan. First time, long time. And thanks. Thanks, you know. Thanks for being a long time listener. Don't be a stranger. You know, the email is always open. Never closes. 24-7. Uh, fantasy football. Overrated. I'm going to agree to an extent. Fantasy football gives me a reason to watch games that I normally wouldn't watch. And, you know, I probably would still watch the games, but I'm, like, invested in them in a way I, I normally wouldn't be. Mm-mm-mm. Black Friday overrated agree when dana and i first started shopping for on black friday because i've done everything the first time with dana and she said um she's like there's good deals and we went out and there was literally no good deals and i was pissed like 20 off is not a good deal that's that's a sale that happens all the time that pissed me off when we got and i was like mad about it too because you know i don't have good control of my anger blame my parents um and he says college overrated uh, I would say the experience of college is overrated. Um, I would actually add April Fool's Day to overrated. April Fool's Day is overrated as fuck. The least funny people in the world make April Fool's Day jokes. I hate April Fool's Day jokes. They don't even make any sense. I just started, I texted my friends like, dude, so-and-so died. And like, really? I'm like, April Fool's, just to be fucking silly. But April Fool's Day is right. The experience of college, I think, is overrated. I never went, um, but it never seemed that appealing to me. Maybe because I'm not, maybe I'm socially awkward. You know, who's to say? <clears throat> now, this one I agree with. Good pair of wiper blades. Underrated. See, sir, that is, people don't know about that. That is my go-to gift, by the way, for Christmas. Wiper blades. Easy. Everyone always needs them. And if you get good ones, they'll thank you. Dana's dad actually thanked me after like an icy day. He was like, yeah, dude, it fucking got it right off. The most white guy shit conversation ever. Remember those wiper blades you bought me? And I go, yeah. And he goes, they got all the they got all the ice right off the windshield. Nothing. Like, it was nothing. Never before have I seen that. I'm like, yeah, see? Told you. Um, and then he says, Baker Mayfield underrated. A lot of people are not going to agree with you on that. I would say he's probably right now underrated. Um, but he can also be overrated at times. He's a very polarizing figure. And, and then I think you're, uh, you know, antagonizing me with this one. Riding mowers, underrated. No, I think they're actually riding mowers are underrated. Overrated. Riding lawnmowers are overrated because riding lawnmowers are for people who want to die early. Riding lawnmowers killed the American dream. Walk behind your mower. Walk your land. What's so wrong? You know, the American dream is owning land, knowing every inch of it. Why do we pay property taxes on land we own? You know what I mean? <clears throat> these are questions I have, but riding mowers are overrated, sir. We've been over this millions of times. I'm not going to answer it. You know, I'm not going to fucking hammer it anymore. But riding mowers are overrated. People don't know that. People don't know that riding mowers are overrated. You know what else is overrated? You know what's fucking overrated? I was watching wrestling this weekend. 
and obviously WrestleMania. Mm. And overrated is recording an event, right? Why are people and spectators, you go to anything anymore. A big baseball big baseball game, which baseball's coming back, and I'm into it because I'm getting older. And I'm white. So those are two things that coincide with being coming a bigger baseball fan. Um, you go to a big basketball game. You go to a football game. Any high-tension moment. You go to wrestling events. You see on TV now, they pan to the crowd. There's no reaction. Everybody's just hiding behind a phone. And... You're never going to watch that video. You go to watch fireworks. Somebody's sitting there just recording the whole thing. You're never going to watch that video. Stop it. I would ban... If if I was dictator... This is another one you guys can participate in. What's one law you would enact if you were a dictator? Mine? No more cell phones at events. You cannot record anything. You can take a few pictures, but no recording. You're in the moment. You bought a fucking ticket. Guess what? That moment you're recording is going to be on 85 social media channels in literally five seconds. You're recording a big return from Stone Cold? Why? You can just re-watch it on YouTube in the car while you're waiting to leave that parking garage you're in. You're recording those fireworks? Have you never seen fireworks before? Are you going to be at some party with some girl and you're going to be like, hey, have you ever seen these fireworks? She's going to be, you're going to overhear talking about fireworks and you're going to go up to her and you're, you're going to go, hey, well, you, I heard you talking about fireworks. You're going to put her hand, your hand all creepily on the back of her lower back. And that's how you do that. And you, you're going to stand there and just start rubbing it a little bit because you're a freak and you record shit. And then you're going to stand there with your phone and you're going to be like, look at this. And you're going to try to find it. And then she's going to walk away and start making out with some dude that doesn't record events. How's that make you feel, you little virgin? Huh? Probably like a piece of shit. If you record events, you're a virgin. I don't make the rules. I just follow them. <clears throat> what else did I have to talk about this week? Door-to-door salespeople. Oh, another story about door-to-door salespeople. I knew this guy. He was... I was cutting the grass in my parents' house. I was back to cutting the grass. I love cutting the grass. That's something you guys know about me, is I love cutting the grass. Where can you find Ryan on a hot, sunny day? Well... <laughs> He's out cutting the grass. He want to get you away from your fucking wife. Am I right, fellas? Um, but I remember I was cutting the grass at my parents' house. And this this guy that I knew, we were kids. Maybe we were like 18. Is that kids? You know, it's kids to me. Because I'm older now. And um, he, he, I see him like two doors down. I'm like, I know that guy, you know? One of those fucking moments. And he... You're like, I, what is that guy doing knocking on doors? You know, you always see a door. To, when you have, when you hate door-to-door salespeople as much as I do, you see somebody knocking on a door halfway down the street. So I see him, and then he comes up to me. I stop the lawnmower, like something out of a movie scene. I wipe my hands. And he goes, what's up? I'm like, what's up, man? How are you? Like, good, man. You live here? Yeah. We know each other. You know what I, I was kind of like mad at him. I was like, we, you know me. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you own the house? And I'm getting mad now. I'm like, we went to school together, dude. What are you talking about? Do I own the house? No, I don't own the house. That's my parents' house. He's like, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, so I'm here with, uh, I think he was with like student painters or some bullshit. And he just goes, yeah, I'm here with student painters, you know. And 
uh, you know, we're looking to paint houses. You know, would you be, do you think your parents would be interested in painting the house or you would paint that, you want to paint the house? And I think I had an out-of-body experience where I turned around and I was just like, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, you want to paint. So my parents' house, just to set the scene, has bricks and vinyl siding. And so painting houses is such a weird concept to me because I don't think you paint siding. Do you paint vinyl siding? Don't you just replace it? Am I crazy? I don't, I was like, I don't think you can paint anything on the house, which might've been stupid. And he goes, oh, I mean, you know, like, no, no, I don't think you can paint bricks. I mean, you can paint them white, but it looks tacky when it starts to wear off. And so now he's like, oh yeah, you're right. Like, I, he's just done with this conversation because I'm just, like, giving him the fucking biz about, like, we're not doing this. Like, we're not painting the house. And then he's like, yeah, you know, here's my flyer. I'm like, I don't, okay. I took the flyer, and I was like, why would I, anyone want this? And it was cheap, though. So, it'd probably be a shit job, but it was cheap. So, there's that. I don't know why that story popped in my head. You know, some things. But, yeah. No F1 race this weekend. Hey, I saw that the F1 race is in Australia, and that's at 1 a.m. Overrated. Staying up late as fuck. Overrated is staying up late as fuck. I don't want to stay up late. Who the fuck wants to stay up late? Underrated, getting a good night's sleep. I don't think that can qualify because so many people talk about it, so... Overrated staying up late. I don't like staying up late. And all these events nowadays, like I'm pretty sure the national championship game is at 9.20 tonight, Eastern time. What the fuck? And then WrestleMania, like that shit went on till midnight. Like, dude, we all got fucking job. Like, let's have some respect for our East Coasters. Okay? Let's have some fucking respect. Let's let's get our shit together because I can't I can't be staying up this late anymore. Yeah, I'm getting old, okay? 9.20 is late as shit. 920 is late as shit. Ugh, for a basketball game to start. And then the NBA Finals coming up. Same deal. They're going to be on at 9 o'clock at night. Playoff games at 10 o'clock. And you're just like, well, I guess I'm not watching that. Same with hockey. Any West Coast hockey game starts at 10. It almost makes sense. But like, hey, we're the East Coast, right? We got New York. What do you guys got? Los Angeles? I mean, yeah, come on. I have been watching a lot of these videos where like this white guy... He's South African. He'll go to like these random countries. They're not random. I guess any any country would be random if you're not from there. But he goes to like Peru, Ecuador, you know, any any anywhere in the world. And he just goes and he'll um record. He'll be by himself and he'll just record it for YouTube and he'll just like integrate. But he's not going to like touristy spots. He's going to just like random ass places. And he walks up and he can't speak a lick of the language. And he walks into places like breakfast. And they all go, who the fuck are you? And they tell him like, stop recording. Because I'm, you know, because these places aren't the best, you know. And I was watching this other one where this where this guy was walking around. These two white guys were walking around Skid Row. And they were just talking about all the problems these people face. And I was like, this is, this is insane. And they were with like one of the guys who's like addicted to drugs. Because he's like their chauffeur. He's their chaperone for this expedition they're on through Skid Row, which is really sad if you think about it. You know, homeless people, man, sad, don't have a home. That's a fact. People are like, well, give them homes. Well, you can't give people, if you give them money, here's the problem. They're going to spend it 
they have bad habits as it is. You know, there may be one in a thousand, maybe one in a hundred. I don't know the fucking number. I'm not talking out of school here. They're not going to make great choices because you have to be super down on your luck to end up homeless, you know? Whenever I see a homeless person, I just think, damn. I wonder what it would take. You have to either piss a lot of people off, have nobody left. Like, to be homeless? Like, if I told, I don't know how many people, 10 people? Do I have 10 people that would like legitimately let me stay with them if I was going to be homeless? I don't know. 10? Yeah, that sounds about right. Like, I think people, they'd be like, for a little bit. You know, I'm not talking like, it wouldn't be like some extended stay, okay? It'd be like a quick, a quick, I'm in and out in a week or two. Get, get a month, maybe. Got to get back on my feet here. Um, So, yeah. You guys going to watch that national championship game, dude? I don't know how I start talking about homeless people. You guys going to watch that national championship game? Oh, shout out Dana and I. Seven years together. You know, it's a long time to be stuck with me. I know you people only give me 30 minutes a week. 30 minutes a week. She's got to deal with me every day. And she's got nowhere to go. Technically, I have nowhere to go. But hey, you know, semantics are semantics. But you guys going to watch that national championship game? Kansas. Blue blood bonanza, as they say in the biz. Kansas and North Carolina. Who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for the Tar Heels. Why? Fuck it. Fuck it. You know why I'm rooting for it? You know, you won't know. The, I'll, you guys will know the outcome. I'm going to look stupid. That's the beauty of doing a podcast pre-recorded. Doing a live show would make more sense because then I could just change my pick and get a better feel. I'll pick North Carolina. I like the way they play. I like that goofy-looking Amish kid. He's not even Amish, but he looks like he looks Amish, and he looks like he sweats a lot. You ever play with somebody like that at the local park? Sweats a lot. It's gross. Oh, there's my music. I'm out of here. Was that funny? I don't know. It was free. Was it funny? No. Free? Yes. That's all that matters. Have a good week. Follow me at the links below. Peace out. Love you. Bye. Just laughed it on, it was all okay.